who is eligible for the first FDA-approved RSV vaccine. Find out about this and more in today's PV Roundup podcast. I'm your host, Senior Vice President and Medical Director, Dr. Tim Wright, coming to you today from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Here are today's stories. The FDA has approved the first vaccine, RxV, to prevent lower respiratory tract disease caused by respiratory syncytial virus in individuals aged 60 years and older. In a study of 25,000 participants, the vaccine reduced the risk of developing RSV-associated lower respiratory tract disease by 82.6% and severe RSV-associated lower respiratory tract disease by 94.1%. Among a subset of participants, the most common side effects of the vaccine were injection site pain, fatigue, muscle pain, headache, and joint stiffness and pain. Among all participants, AFib within 30 days was reported in 10 of those who received the vaccine and four who received the placebo. In our next story, we learn that intraoperative pegulocyanine fluorescence guidance may be a promising tool for detecting residual cancer during breast-conserving surgery. A study of 357 patients undergoing the procedure, presented at the 2023 Annual Meeting of the American Society of Breast Surgeons, found that 10% had residual tumor removed and or avoided second surgeries. The use of intraoperative pegulocyanine fluorescence guidance resulted in a mean of one additional PFGS-guided cavity margin per patient, adding 10% to the total tissue volume removed. Further analysis showed that PFGS specificity was 85.2% and sensitivity was 49.3%. The margin level negative predictive value was 98% across all margins. The complication rate was low, with a 1.2% rate of hypersensitivity, allergic reactions, or anaphylactic reactions, of which 0.5% were deemed serious. And finally, elective sigmoid resection can increase quality of life and prevent the recurrence of diverticulitis. An analysis of the LASER study, published in JAMA Surgery, showed that at one year, the mean gastrointestinal quality of life index score was 118.54 for patients who underwent surgery versus 109.03 for those who received conservative treatment. At year two, mean gastrointestinal quality of life index scores were similar between the two groups. Within two years, 61% of the patients in the conservative group had recurrent diverticulitis compared with 11% of those in the surgery group. Postoperative complications occurred in 5% and 10% of the patients, respectively. And that's today's Medical Roundup. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of PB Roundup Podcast. For more stories like these, visit us at pbroundup.com to subscribe to our weekly newsletters. Thoughts, comments, or suggestions? Please leave us a review on your preferred listening platform or email us at editorial at pbroundup.com. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, or Google. You can also download our Amazon Alexa Flash Briefing Medical News Roundup and just ask, what's my Flash Briefing? Thanks today to Gabrielle Mastello for selecting and editing our stories and to Sean Mullen for production assistance. Join me next time for an episode where we cover the latest stories in the world of medicine.